Thanks for listening to XLR Lander Radio. You're listening to the very first episode of a brand new show called Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Bros. I'm Grayson Broom. I'm your host and my co-host, Matthew Constant. Um, We're just going to be hanging out, talking about uh, the gym and supplements, stuff like that. Anything that normal guys that go to the gym talk about. Um, You got anything to say? Um, I'm just happy to be here. I think this will be fun. (laughs) Uh, I think it's really cool that we get to give, you know, a college perspective on fitness, um, especially when you see a lot of social media today in the world. And it's a lot of, you know, high level lifters or a lot of like influencers, you know, and you don't get that real life feel as a college student, you know, because I I feel very disconnected my own self because I see a lot of lifters and, you know, they're, you know, 25 and, you know, have their own life. And I'm over here in college just trying to find the time to go to the gym and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely <clears throat> becomes a balance. But um, we do have a lot of music that we are going to be playing, you know, intermittently. Just what we think is good gym music. And it ranges. Don't expect just hard <laughs> rock or whatever you are. I listen to Adele in the gym a lot of the time. I like me some earth, wind, and fire every once in a while. Yeah, you got to switch it up. But... um I think to start off with our first episode, we're going to talk about just how, like, our personal experience with um, the gym and our fitness journey, if you want to call it that. I hate that term, fitness <laughs> journey. Um, but just give you a little background on us, who we are as people, and why we care. Um, we'll we'll get into some more stuff, have guests, stuff like that as time rolls on. But just to give you a little background on us as people, I'm just going to kick it and talk for a little bit. You want to start? How'd you how'd you get into the gym? I never. I actually don't even know. You don't even know? Um, okay. So I was very inactive in school and sports. Like, I was a very academic child growing up. Uh, and so around my freshman year of high school, I got into ROTC, and we had a really good, like, guy over it. His name was Colonel Sanders. <laughs> this man this man was like 50, and he'd be in the gym doing, like, weighted pull-ups with, like, 245 strapped to him, like, repping him out. And, like, you got young Matthew that's, like, you know, not really into fitness. And I see this, and I'm like, this is blowing my mind. Like, <laughs> I've got I've to be a part of this, you know. Um, so I started going to the gym, like, with ROTC, and I really got into that. Um, so that was my first, like, introduction to the gym. And then, like, I started seeing, you know, progress from that. And so I started getting into sports. So I started off in football which I'm not a big fan of football, honestly. Uh, was very bad at it. Um, and then so I then did track, so I threw shot. Um, and then my sophomore year of high school, I started wrestling. And so freshman, sophomore year, I'm like, I'm at the gym, but I'm not really in the gym, you know what I mean? Uh, then junior year, I start seeing a little success in like, track like throwing shot and then i see a little success in wrestling right and then it hits me i'm like well i need i like if i want to do something like i need to i need to get stronger like you know yeah it's it's kind of hard to be you know good at a sport and not be very strong even if you are a technical person um and then so my senior year um our head strength coach really was like hey man like i see you're you're working and i want you to come like with us to our like state lifting meets like i really think you'd be a good fit and so that's kind of when it hit me i was like man like maybe this is this might be my thing you know um 
So I really started taking it serious, and I really started going to the gym, and I'm like learning. Um, YouTube became my best friend in the entire <laughs> world, you know. Um, oh my god, yeah. Uh, and so I ended up getting offered to wrestle here at Lander. Um, so I wrestled my freshman year, and then I ended up deciding not to wrestle this year. But so my freshman year, I uh, started going to a powerlifting gym near my home in Hendersonville, North Carolina, is where the gym at. Uh, is at and I live in Landrum, South Carolina, which is like a 30-minute drive. Um, so I started going there, and I started seeing, you know, dudes casually squatting like 700-plus, and I'm like, you know, I'm over here squatting like 450, and I'm like, it once again hits me. I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. So I started getting into that, like the actual true competition side of powerlifting. Um, and then I signed up for my first meet uh, last December, December 4th or 5th. Um, so I got my feet wet, and it was it was so much fun, dude. So much fun. Um, and then kind of from there, I've just taken it a little bit further, you know, yeah. as you've seen from us living together and, you know, in the gym and stuff. Yeah, it has been – it's been, to use the word again, a journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that I, – I did the same thing with, like, high school lifting just for sports. Uh, I played a sport that doesn't really count as a sport because I played rugby. Um, it's always been a club. Here at Lander, they make a big effort for it to actually be a sport, which is super cool. They're recognized. I played here my freshman year as well. Uh, I played my sophomore year, but barely. <laughs> um, but they like – it's a completely different world here, but that's what introduced me is uh, here at Lander. Like I did casual lifting for sports in high school, but uh, – at Lander, they made it very serious that you're going to lift. Like, if you're not in the gym, you're not playing. So I got introduced. Uh, Daryl Odell was <laughs> the driving force that got me to the gym, which is crazy to say. But, yeah, right before my freshman year, right before he got deployed, he got me into the gym. Um, and I have not left since. It's I, I, I choose it over rugby now. It's just – it turns into a passion. Well, I mean, I know what you mean, like, because that's the same way with Jackson. You know, Jackson Carter, when I first came here, I was fairly into powerlifting at that point and interested in it, but I saw him in there and, you know, him being the guy he is, he's like, what you doing, man? Like, what's going on? Like, how can I help you? And so, you know, seeing him in there hitting his numbers and, like, seeing just everyone in the gym, you know, because that's one of the cool things about, like, lifting it, you know, Lander – and even comparison to a, like my powerlifting gym is like a big part of powerlifting gyms is the environment that the people create. It's not really about necessarily the equipment. And I think that's a good thing we have here is like there's so many people that want to foster that environment of like like let's let's be your best self. Like you know we're not com- like we're not competing against each other. Like to an extent. Like you know like there's always yeah. still a little competition when you get in the gym in that sense. But um. But, nah, Jackson was very much, like, you know, seeing him do that and talking to him. And, like, he's just such a such a happy person. And, you know, it just oh, makes yeah. me want to be, like, like let me let me come in here and, like, let me, like, get at the weights and stuff. Yeah. He did the same for me. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't even think I've ever even told him. But, like, um, my girlfriend lived with his girlfriend my uh, freshman year. And, like, so all four of us would hang out in, like, their room. And, like, just seeing this dude, this just monster of a man, the <laughs> moose, Jackson Cart, like, it just it, – it lights a fire under you to to do something like that. Like, knowing that you're capable, but you just don't put in the work. And now, like, 
it's all I want to do. If I miss a day in the gym, it, it's a bad day. Yeah. Oh man. But, um, a big part of it too is like, uh, people don't, don't think about college nutrition is completely different than these social media stars that you're seeing. Like, uh, Chris Hemsworth cutting crazy weight to be at Thor in the Marvel movies. <laughs> like, there's no way that we can compete with something like that. There's no way we can hit those like nutrition levels too. It's oh yeah, ridiculous to do at school. When I think that's something important, you have to put in perspective as like a college student, particularly you know personal experience, a uh, broke college student. Um, it's it's hard. Like you gotta you gotta find ways to do it, and it and that's kind of so. I I personally have a coach. Um, his name's Ian McKay. He owns the gym that I go to in Hendersonville, Strongham Fitness. Um, he's an elite power lifter. And that's kind of one of the things I say to people, you know, that ask me, like, why do I spend money on that? And I'm like, it's you have to learn how to prioritize. Like, if you stop treating, you know, stuff like fitness and, like, coaches and stuff like that as an option, you're going to do it. You know, that's a big thing. Like, I treat my my cost of coaching and my my stuff like that like a wi-fi bill or a phone bill it's something that is reoccurring and i know that it's going to come up every every month or whatever i have it set to and i think that's something important for college kids like you you need to set this as like this is something that you need to do and also it almost goes into like it's how bad do you want it you know it's it goes back into that like is this motivation or determination you know, you're motivated to go to the gym, but are you determined to to put in the effort, like, consciously day in and day out to, like, be what you want to be, mm-hmm. you know? When that My Fitness Pal hits you with that notification, you haven't logged your <laughs> lunch yet. <laughs> oh, man, that's uh, – yeah, it, it's it's completely different than what, what a lot of people think. Like, people who aren't, like, actively in the gym, like, it, it's okay to, like – I, I encourage people who aren't like wanting to go that serious to still come to the gym and like actively participate. But well, yeah, I mean, like going to the gym is—it's not about you know. Like I feel like that's kind of where you have a divide. You have a lot of people that think like you know, if I go to the gym, I'm going to get bulky, or if I go to the gym, like you know, something like crazy is going to happen. And like, and like, it's that's not really the case. Like you, unless you intentionally are like, this is what you're going to do. Just being active is a part of life. Like, as a human being, you need to be active. Like, it's, it's, you know, like, I don't want to be 40 years old and can not bend over or pick up a 10-pound <laughs> weight. Um, and there's a ton of people that, you know, like, sh- super big in the strength community that are very, av- like, big advocates of, like, the longer, like, it's better to at least have some form of training, to have any movement than nothing. Yeah. You know? But it's very easy to fall off the other end whenever you look at, like, pro bodybuilders like Ronnie Coleman using a walker to get around now. Like, he was the god of Olympia. Yeah. And now he's can't bend over because his lower back is shot and he's had 100 surgeries for it. And I think that's kind of – that almost feeds into the issue of social media and fitness too, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Because, um, like I was saying earlier, like, as a college student and, like, you know, looking at lifters, they're in like, like, a, like they're setting their career. Like, this is what they're doing for their career. Um, I look at it and you see how hard they're pushing. 
and you're like, well, I want to do this, but I want to go one step farther. And, and as a, you know, 18 to generally like 20, 22 year old in college, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, like granted, like there's some, you know, graduate students here and, but, um, you see that and you feel the need to go above and beyond. And that's kind of when the issue happens is you start comparing yourself to others mm-hmm. and, and trying to mimic like that's that's the issue with social media and fitness a lot of times is that you need to be able to like value your own self and that's something i've had issues with for a while over the past couple years especially as i've gotten more into powerlifting and like like having a coach that has recognition gets me some sort of recognition in a way like i have like a couple higher like a leader level like powerlifters that follow me on instagram and i'm like I like I feel like there's a certain essence of like I want to look better than I am and it's it's that's something that ties into me having a coach is he keeps me grounded. He's like, "Dude, like you need to calm down." Yeah. Like you're you're 19 or 20 like you're doing good. Like you're you're trying to rush something that doesn't need to be rushed. Strength it's sports. Not an overnight program. And that, that's the thing. Like strength, strength and fitness is not overnight. Mm-hmm. It's n- like generally nothing is overnight. You know, I mean, <laughs> but strength is not overnight. No, it takes weeks and weeks and weeks to even see a little bit of difference. But it pays off. Like even looking at where I was like a year ago today. A year ago, I didn't think I was doing anything, but now numbers are doubling, tripling, and it's incredible. But it didn't happen overnight. Well, and yeah, that was like, you know, how I, well, like, where you last night, I had the five by five at 405 for pauses on squat. God, that is ridiculous. <laughs> but me and Dan Jurgen were talking about it, and he was like, because, you know, he was here when I first came here, and he was still here. But he was like, you know, me and him were talking, he's like, dude, like, I, he's like, I don't think you understand, like, how far you've come in in less than a year period, you know? Like, when you first got here, like, you were strong, don't get me wrong, but he's like, your form was not, it was not where it needed to be. And he's like... the king of form. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But now, you know, you look at it and he's like, dude, like, you're you're strong, you know, and it's, it's, it's nice sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. But... Not, not that we do it for recognition, but it definitely helps. (laughs) I mean, it makes you feel good, though, because, you know, like... You you don't do it for like recognition. You do it for yourself. But you know sometimes you get a compliment and you're like, man, that felt really nice. Like, yeah. Like I was you know like I was kind of feeling a little bad about myself today. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dan Jurgen or Jackson Carter, you know they they were really boosting me up in the gym. Absolutely, that's another huge <clears throat> stigma that I see around just gyms and fitness in general. But not so much around Landers Gym. Landers Gym has an incredible community where like. Even the giant guy, like I, I'm six three, three hundred pounds. You're six three. What are you walking around at right now? Two ninety? Uh, no, I weighed in this morning at two ninety two. Yeah, like we're cuts going strong. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are very large people, and a lot of the guys in the gym are just massive people. But everyone knows us as like the big teddy bears the sweet guys and walking you're not around the gym of, playing playing with each other like doing front rolls yeah we're doing front flips <laughs> in the gym and fighting each other with the rogue sticks just like just trying to have a good time yeah it's more about enjoying yourself and not taking it like there are days that you take stuff really seriously but it's nice to be able to have a community that 
just wants to hang out. That's where we use the club, the powerlifting club. Nice as, little, nice little plug right yeah, there. Yeah, go follow LU Powerlifting Club on Instagram. Um, <laughs> um, it's it's completely changed my view of fitness in the gym because we have such a strong community and people who want to be positive in the gym instead of putting other people down for competition when that was you know something me and jackson who were really adamant about like this year with the club is you know when we got together and we were talking like we won't like you know we want the club to be a place that you feel comfortable like you have a support system you have friends like you know people um and i think like and i like just because we're the powerlifting club doesn't mean we only power lift yeah. I happen to compete. Jackson happens to compete. But, like, there's plenty of people in the club that are, like, not, like, competing or, like, you know, are more, like, Ollie lifting. Like, Jess Grillo yeah, is Grillo. Ollie. Um, Daryl Odell's <clears throat> in the club still, and he does uh, bodybuilding. Yeah, Jackson dabbles in bodybuilding, which we still need to get him to do a contest <laughs> sometime soon. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm waiting for that day to happen. Yeah, my God. But that's um, that's the big thing, you know. Like we really we really care more about the environment that we create, um, because if you go to the gym, you know, and you're you're you could be having a good gym session, you could be hitting numbers you want, but if you do not enjoy the environment, you're not want to go. You don't want to go back. Like I've had gyms that I've been at that like I've hit numbers that I've liked there, but I've honestly stopped going to those gyms because I just didn't feel welcomed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's hard to do because the gym is such an important part of my life now. But it's 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 important to me because like the gym is also my social time. Because as you know, I'm not like <laughs> I'm not the most extroverted person ever. Um, honestly, this right now is kind of painful to have to talk in a <laughs> mic, but it's a little better because we're in a room together. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's. It's really good too because that's another thing with the club. Like, it forces people like not for like it helps people get out of their shell and talk to people, right? You know, because there's a lot of people in the club that I've met this semester that I would have never met had I not been a part of the club or the vice yeah. president of the club. You know, absolutely. <clears throat> that, I, I mean, I have met people that I would never have even <clears throat> guessed would be like it, it's indoctrinated, not indoctrinated. My God, it's <laughs> it's like brought people in who aren't a part of the gym and who became part of the gym because of the club, but also exposed me to people who I would have never guessed would have already been gym rats. Like, uh, like Danielle. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. She was crazy. Absolute beast. Yeah. Love like, her. Wicked strong, wicked determined. Super nice. Like yeah. the nicest person. Listens to exclusively screamo. And, and hard rock or yeah. rap, hard rap. <laughs> Cause we were looking at playlist one day and I'm like, like you and me, we're we're on the same page right now. <laughs> but like, it just you can never judge a book by its cover. And she was she was one of those examples of just like someone you would just walk past and not expect anything. But then she comes in and puts up crazy numbers and wants yeah. to compete. And like, she she was absolutely incredible. I can't wait to see. On that note, she uh, she made a comment about her having her next meet. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Oh I, my goodness, yeah. She is she is genuinely such an impressive person. I I love the energy she brings when she's around us. Yeah. Really, um, a gym of the club. My just, goodness. just like Bianca. Yeah. Oh my God. Bianca's got a meet coming up too. Yeah, she does. She's she, at Denver, numbers. Denver, North Carolina. Her and her friend, they're, uh, they're getting ready. I've seen them in there when I'm working out, throwing oh up gosh, some big yeah. numbers. Coach Bianca, <laughs> shout her out. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, she's been killing it recently, man. Oh man, she, she is one of those people that just brings, like, 
Just joy wherever she goes. <laughs> Seeing her in the gym doing a cartwheel and start singing songs. I love it, man. Oh, it's so fun. Oh, man. But that's um, – speaking of the club, that's something that I – like all I know all of us have always put forward is another huge thing in like gym culture is like like women are scared to be in the gym and like are scared of like the people in the gym. And that's something I don't see at Lander either. Lander no. is – an incredibly inclusive community. Like we like even the powerlifting club, there are so many female members and it's amazing to see them like want to be a part of this stuff. And I think that's, I think that's something cool. Like, and especially like with me as a powerlifter and going to powerlifting gyms is like, so it's, it's like, I have a, I have a powerlifting gym membership and I have like a personal home gym membership or like a local gym. And just the way, like, I have friends that are female that go to the the one that's closer to my house, and I have friends that go to the powerlifting one. And it's it's just a different atmosphere. They're like, my friends that go to the one at home, they're like, I really don't like it. Like, I have people stare at me and, like, kind of judge me when I'm putting up weight. And you go to a powerlifting gym, and they're like, you're, like, right there working out beside each other, just, like, playing around and, like, oh, yeah. just having a good time. And they're like, I love it here. Like, I would ra- I would not go to any other gym. Absolutely. And I think that that's a good thing we embody is, like, it's it's a sense of comfort. And you find, like, the people you can, you can talk to and be around, um, which I think is, like, a big part of, you know, the, the, the club and, like, you know personalities and like I think that's also another thing that important with getting like all kind of people in there. Yeah, is personalities. Absolutely. You know? Like I know, like I said, I'm not. I can come off a little standoffish sometimes, <laughs> but like I feel like if you talk to me, you understand that like like I do. I do genuinely love being in the gym, and I love seeing people in the gym. Absolutely. Because I'm a big advocate of like. As long as you're in the gym, no matter to me what you're doing, you could be on the treadmill for 30 minutes, you could be on the treadmill for 10, you could be doing free weights. Like, I, I don't care what you're doing. The fact that you're in the gym is what matters. Absolutely. You are doing something that most people can't say they do. You are taking care of yourself. You're prioritizing your health and possibly your mental health. Absolutely. Um, and so I just think it's it's a really cool thing, like, you know. Yeah. Um. Even like uh, that. That's not to keep bragging on Lander. Like Lander, Lander does a lot of things, but something they do really, really well is the gym, and that comes also from like the staff at LU Rec. Yeah. Like even the people who aren't like crazy into the gym, like walking in and seeing like like Maddie and KK sitting there, like just being excited, like yeah. talking to people. That that encourages a lot of people to come back. Is the staff. And all the classes, dude. Like Jackson's powerlifting class, Jess's Olympic class. Like, why it's fifteen minute abs? Yeah, why it's fifteen minute abs? Still need to go to that. Still need to go to that one. <laughs> oh man! Like, uh, on that note, shout out the thirty by thirty group at the, the yeah. shirts. Yeah, yeah. So uh, at the rec or the LU uh, LU rec uh, gym, we have a little program going on. If you get thirty individual workouts and thirty group workouts all together, um, you need a little stamp from us at the front desk. But you can return, or you can turn in that car, and you get a little nice shirt that's a little thirty by thirty. You can get a little nice mug. Um, I'm sitting at my. I'm at sixteen individual workouts and three group workouts. I'm gonna get that shirt, man. That shirt's nice. Yeah, it's pretty. pretty you got cool. Dan Jurgen always modeling it off for us, you know, <laughs> trying to make it look a little nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Um, yeah, that uh, the the classes have been a huge part of keeping me in the gym and trying new things too. Like um, I, I've been doing a lot of like exclusive strength training, powerlifting focused stuff for a while, and like not to say that I was getting bored, but it was time to just like try something new. So I tried Jess's Olympic class, and now I've been doing clean and jerks like crazy, just because they're it's just something fun, and she like. All the instructors make it really fun to, like, find something new to do. Well, and that's something cool, too. Like, you know, we got Matthew Gilstrap coming in in CrossFit, and you got all his crew just, like, absolutely killing it in workouts. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you got Jesse, and, you know, Trey started going. You got, you know, Aaron Gilstrap. And, I mean, just seeing, like, Katie and Lily coming in. Like, it's it's really cool, and, you know. Lily's an example of that, of someone who – had no interest in the gym, did not, like, she never wanted to work out. And then talking to a few people like Katie and her sister Maddie and them talking about the CrossFit class, now she's starting to go. She went to the Foundations class, and now she's actually going to CrossFit. And, like, she's saying she's sore out of her yeah, mind. Yeah, I saw her today, and I asked her, and she's like, no, I'm feeling kind of sore today. And I'm like, that happens. That happens after you, uh, when you get back in the gym for the first yeah, time in a while. But she's loving it, which is uh, it's just it's so quick that you change from like I don't want to work out I don't have the motivation I don't like this and then you go for like two days and you're like this is all I want to do yeah um that's exactly what happened to me whenever I found a community in the gym that's all I want to do is work out when I mean that goes back to show like on the note of creating a community and talking to people like that's kind of where I started getting out of my shell is like I I got in the gym and then there was automatically like if you, someone's in the gym there's something to talk about uh-huh. like you you are in the gym like you have a common interest and I mean a great example is me and you <laughs> like you know we went from not knowing each other a year ago to like living together you know so yeah. over over me asking like you want me to wrap your knees <laughs> can I wrap your knees <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah I had no clue who that was I was sitting there. I bought these I, I had no clue what I was doing I bought these like $15 Walmart knee wraps that were good for nothing and I looked up a YouTube video in the gym of how to wrap my knees and Matt came up to me and just looked at he was squatting some obscene weight no i wasn't making me feel small can i wrap your knees (laughs) (laughs) yeah i um so that was one thing like in high school our coach would wrap which you know getting a little older and more into powerlifting that's a bit much yeah like to wrap a high school kid's knee i'm not gonna (laughs) lie like there's a lot of there's a lot more that goes into squatting with wraps than what he explained to us right but still fun Still love squatting and wraps, even though it hurts so bad. Oh my god, that I um, can't imagine. I'll yeah, that was that was last meat prep. I um my back and my knees were just always torn up and bloodshot. Ugh. Um, but it's it's a fun. It's it's one of those like once you know how to squat in them, I can't explain to you how fun it is. <laughs> you just hit the hole and it's just like just you just rubber band man. up. Who is it that says that? Delgado. Tyler Delgado. He's a boing. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you get in the hole, just think boing and you'll come up. <laughs> no, nah, that was like those new, like the new knee sleeves I got, my ends or ergos. Oh, my God, Oh, jeez. It's like that episode of Jimmy Neutron where the pants stand up by themselves. Yes. Oh, jeez. Like. They're aw- they are so <laughs> terrible. Oh, like they, goodness. let me, re- they are the, my favorite sleeves I've ever had. I've had SBDs. I've had Stoics. I've had Strong, right. like the Mark Bell versions. I've had a I've had a 
I've had all kind of sleeves, and I got those, and I'm like, perfect, absolutely <laughs> beautiful. They feel like a light wrap on my leg. Um, definitely not for the faint of heart. Definitely wouldn't be like these are what you need to start with. But if you're like kind of seasoned to lifting and you've done, you've lifted in ramps a little bit for a couple like couple months at minimum. Yeah, I would definitely suggest them. For the, um, the average listener, no, no, don't don't go get you some Inzer Ergos. I don't even want them. <laughs> I, I want you to I want you to try them on someday. They won't fit over my calves. They barely the fit over mine. It's <laughs> not to flex or anything. As he's sitting here flexing his calf, doing some calf raises. Hey man, that's how you get them to look like grapefruits. Never stop lifting. That's how you get them to look like Graydon's, actually. <laughs> oh my god. Good old Graydon. Shout out my boy Graydon, the biggest calves in Lander. He could set a state record with those things. My goodness. They look like they're a steak on his leg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The dude, he's got some crazy calf genetics. He really does. That's everyone in the gym jealous whenever he walks in. (laughs) Hey, I can't lie. I wish I had calves like that. Honest. Maybe you want to wear pants on a leg day. (laughs) Full joggers covered up. (laughs) Man, like, don't look at me right now. Oh, man. That's also something I can't stand. A big pet peeve of mine in the gym is those guys who, like, just stand in the mirror, like, at the dumbbells and will not move. Like, I get it. I do it, too. Everyone does it. You take a quick little flex. You just hit a big, like, dumbbell press. Your chest is feeling good. You take a look. But, like, pulling up your whole shirt, flexing yeah, the abs a bit for much. five minutes, like, man. And I will say, too, this is something, like, on that note, this is something I've been dealing with. So, as a... As a person that's always been heavier set, <laughs> I've always had issues with like my, like my, like body dysmorphia in the way I look, and I've oh hated how God, I look yeah. for so long. And it's just been like you know the past couple months, really, like yeah. truly, that I've like finally been able to like look in the mirror, and I'm like, man, like I am so proud of what I've done. Yeah. In like the past couple years, and I think like that's something like without lifting, no way. Yeah. I would, I would, I would be so like timid. Um, I definitely feel the same. And that's kind of like to, to tie back into the pictures. Like, it's funny because the only pictures on my phone are literally like the videos I take on my lifts yeah. to send to my coach. And like, every once in a while, I like feel like my legs look big, and I'll be like standing in the picture, like both hands on my phone, <laughs> like looking really scared, and I'll be like trying to flex my legs, and I'm like, like I need to get this really quick. I don't want anybody to see me taking this picture. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. That's funny. That quad wars. Yeah, yeah we got to start that back up, actually. Hashtag quad wars. <laughs> yeah, we need to start getting everybody at Lander involved on that one. Dude, I'm down. Constant quad wars. <laughs> next, time we, uh, next time we start something, we need to do mirror pick wars. Uh-oh. Who looks the biggest in the mirror? Okay. The most juicy in Jack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You have to use the mirror in front of the dumbbells, though. Best lighting. It's it's different, man. It just yeah. hits different. It's, or the dance aerobic studio. Oh, shout out KK. Oh, my absolutely. God, Put us on to that one. Yeah, the lighting in there is just honestly. Not- I think that's one of my like the one of the pictures I have of myself that's my favorite. And I honestly like it because it's me and you too. So I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, like it's me and the homie. Like we're like over here just filling ourselves, looking oh, absolutely like just pumped up yeah, that day that was a sick day because i think i had like some heavy like that was when i was like i was in prep at that point yeah. like true prep yeah so i was rapping again 
and my legs were just like like having boa constrictors on my knee, so all the blood flow was just completely just cut off almost. So they were just pumped up. Yeah. Oh my god. That's dude chasing the pump is a real life thing. I always saw guys that said that were goofy, but once you get a once you get a nice pump and it changes your whole day. I don't know, man. I, as as a person that specifically like right now does powerlifting, I'm not about the pump, man. I, I respect people that chase the pump. I will right, admit, right, like right. the pump is nice because I get it every once in a while, you know. But I'm more like, I'm just I like I I feel proud when I hit numbers that I want. Yeah, that's like fair. that's that's my thing. Especially like to tie back into like me hitting five five oh four for the five by five with pauses yesterday. Five oh four oh five or five oh four. Four oh five, my bad. I was about to lose my Not mind. quite there yet. Maybe maybe in a couple couple more years. I even load up four pounds. <laughs> kilos. Kilos. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. That's fair. You can you can get some wild numbers off of kilos. <laughs> um but yeah, like that was like in high school, man. I all I wanted in high school was to hit four oh five for like two. Yep. I wanted that so bad. Now you hit it for a five by five. That's twenty five reps. Yeah, for That's pauses crazy. too. Yeah, nah. I I like, and that ties back to like I think getting a coach is pretty amazing. Oh yeah, but I also have a pretty solid relationship with my coach. We're both very like blunt and dry sense of yeah. humor. So if you look at our text messages, like like I was telling you the other day when I was like. I was like, hey, man, like, because last week I had a 5x5 five five at, like, 395 with pauses. Yeah. And I texted him. I was like, so are we doing, like, a deload next week? Or are we going up? <laughs> and he was like, when's your meet? And I'm like, May 14th? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> so does that mean, like, we're going up or no? And he was like, you're 14 weeks out. We're going to keep going up. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> I was like, because that was the goal. I wanted to. Hit, I wanted him to say yes. Yeah. But it was just such a like a blunt. And like he's like, yes, we're going up. Like <laughs> if you want to hit the numbers you have in mind, like we're gonna keep working. Yeah. Um. Oh, so man. yeah. Dude, that's that's something that like is that that does completely change the game having a coach because it takes a lot of that. Like sometimes I'll go into the gym without having time to plan, and I'm just like. I guess I'm doing this. I'll figure it out as I go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my thing, my thing, that helps a lot, accountability. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, and just having somebody that's like, it's not even the fact of like needing validation or anything. It's just knowing someone's there. Yeah. You know? Like, it, if you're it, having a bad day and you text him and I'm like, dude, like, this is awful. And he's like, dude, it happens. Yeah. You know, that's... Stuff like that is so nice, yeah. especially in like even even outside of the gym, like even in academics. You know, college students, you're having a bad day, you have a bad test. Like, hey man, it's all right. It happens to people. Yeah, like that's it, lifting, powerlifting, weightlifting, whatever you're doing. It can feel lonely. It can be a very like isolating thing to do, and that's where this community comes in. When that I like that's what you're saying is it's it's isolated and lonely if you make it lonely, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's just something that like that's more of a personal choice in a in a sense like like if you don't want to talk to people and you come in the gym and you got your your headphones on and you got your hoodie over you and you're like <laughs> looking like NBA young boy walking around the gym like yeah you, you're probably gonna kind of be lonely yeah. but um you know like 
if you're over there just joking around and like just playing with people, like it gets fun. Like, you know, and that's like people start to notice like your, your attitude in the gym, you know, and if you have a good attitude and you're like talkative and stuff, like people are going to start coming up to you. Absolutely. That I, yeah. Um, I, I work out (laughs) back at home. I'm from Columbia, the like Irmo area. There's not, a ton of options. I just recently found out there is a powerlifting gym. It's Brickhouse, right? No. Uh, well, there is Brickhouse, but um, oh my goodness, what is the name of? They've got like this entire powerlifting like room, but it's it's in Irmo. But what I've been using is the local YMCA. Yes, sir. Shout out to the Y. Nothing wrong with it. I just it's completely different from here, like. The community, everything. It's just so odd going from here and having so much support and, like, all this crazy stuff and, like, just – like, it, it truly feels like family here going to local Y where if I don't act like and be a young boy, then Mr. Ronnie, who's been working there for 67 <laughs> years, is going to talk to me until it's time for me to go home. <laughs> so it's just a completely different, like – like feel depending on the gym. And that's something I want to I want to mention too to like people that are getting into the gym and like I've said earlier is to me and to a lot of people the gym is about the environment. Mm-hmm. And like I would prefer so the gym that's closest to my house that I'm not a big fan of the environment 5 minutes away. Gym that's I really like, I love the people, I feel like family there, like everyone's like supportive 30 minutes no matter what Unless it's just like absolutely just nasty pouring rain outside, or if it's like a super quick workout, or like you know my like secondary bench day, I'm gonna drive that 30 minutes, get in that environment, and I think that's something that like people that are getting into the gym or a little more into it, like I think that's something you need to factor in. Yeah, is like if you don't like the environment you're in, you're not gonna want to do it. No, um, and it's gonna be pointless if you're paying, you know. a month to get a gym membership to somewhere you only go like two or three times a month, maybe. Right. Is to where, like, I pay 40 a month to go to the, you know, my nicer little gym I like. And I mean, like, I I feel like I get something out of it. Like, I, like, I enjoy going there. I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, like, honestly, I wake up and I'm like, okay, when am I going to the gym? Like, when am I going to go see, like, my, like, Ian? When am I going to go to see my friends? You know, like, like, I can't wait. And, like, that's just something I think people don't really factor in until they get a little more in-depth in lifting. Absolutely. But I think it's it's an important factor that you should look at when you first start lifting because that environment changes your mood. And your mood affects your lifting. And your lifting affects your lifestyle. And your lifestyle affects your mental health. Yep. And it just kind of, in my opinion, it all it all feeds into one another in some way. Yeah. All right, I've got a question for you. Yes. What is the number one piece of advice that you would give to someone who is just fresh, like starting out tomorrow morning? What would you tell them tonight? Just do it. Just do it? Just do it. As simple and as corny and ironic as it sounds, (laughs) that's one of my – you want to talk about pet peeves? That is my biggest, absolutely just humongous pet peeve. People are like, man, I'm going to go to the gym next week. I'm going to go do this next month. Uh-huh. Just do it. If you if you start now, it's like habits. The sooner you start, the sooner it becomes ingrained into your life. Yep. And the sooner it becomes ingrained, 
the more you get into it. I think it's just so it's and I get that it's hard to just go you know, do stuff sometimes. Like there's you know, like mental health kind of affects that yeah. sometimes, and like that's something I personally deal with. You know, I I like have my own stuff, um, but I think it's it's very important to just do it. Yeah, like you just get in there. And then it might not be the most comfortable situation for the first couple of days. You're learning, you know, like first couple of weeks, months, maybe even. But at some point, you start. You, it starts to click. Mm-hmm. It's it's just you you it, your mood changes. Yeah, you know. And I think that's that's what's important is you just instead of saying or instead of putting it off, you do it now. Absolutely. You don't start your diet tomorrow. That first time you like, I want to change my diet. Then immediately, yeah. Download my fitness pal track. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I know it sounds silly and it's kind of stupid, but like, start tracking immediately mm-hmm. because as sooner you start, the easier it's going to be to continue it over a longer period of time. Absolutely. What do you What do you think about that? What What would be your number one advice then? My number one advice would probably be, uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Because I I can't tell you. How many times whenever I was starting out that I would just be sitting on the machine I want to use, Googling how to use it. <laughs> like I had yeah, no clue sure. what I was doing. And then I end up using it wrong and I don't feel confident. Like if you see if you see someone, take a shot. Ask them for help. Especially like I tell people now, like if you see I call you out all the time. I don't know if you know that, but I, I I'll tell people like if you see me or Matt or Jack in the gym ask talk to us we want to help you i don't know though i'm a kind of scary guy i mean i am wearing a shirt that's bright pink and has a picture of barney on it right now just imagine this like i want the viewers to imagine this in their head six foot three dude pushing like 290 ish wearing a bright pink shirt picture of barney on it full him standing up just says commit tax fraud just no context like it's inviting I don't know, man. I, I didn't think it was, but I guess so, because I've had more people approach me today about my shirt than I've had in, like, months. Oh, my God. Like, I like, they're like, man, like, where'd you get that shirt? Like, where'd you even find that? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just saw it, and I was like, I need this. Yeah, it's a solid shirt. Um, oh, man. One other, one other piece of advice I'd like to give for starting off is you're going to have bad days. I agree with that I, will, I we just we just had our first first ever listener write us. Uh oh. You want to know who it is? Who is it? The Bianca. Uh oh. Her her number one advice is, or her my coach's number one advice: get a notebook and write everything down. That's good. That that's good that's advice. solid advice. Even if you can't get a notebook, I take a lot of stuff down in my notes app, and it's always good to track. To have an idea of what you've done and where you've been. Yeah. Especially, like, once you get more into it, you can be like, well, or, like, not more into it. You can say, like, for a, like, look at it and be like, hey, like, I see this kind of worked and helped my maxes. Yeah. And then this wasn't really working, so you start changing stuff. Especially if you don't have a coach, it's a lot easier to tweak things. Absolutely. Yeah. I just felt like I needed to give a shout out to our first no, yeah. first viewer <laughs> first viewer ride in. That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Um okay, so we are coming up on time. We've got about two or three minutes left. Right. But um I I 
Things have gone pretty well. I would. I feel a lot better <laughs> about this than when we were first started this. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Our hearts were thumping earlier. <laughs> oh, it was bad. We were sitting there looking at each other and like, like I, I was like, I don't want to do this. We were counting down the seconds of the last song before we came on. I don't know, though. We were jamming to that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want, like, a... Like more interaction, we'll definitely like take questions. We want to have guests on and stuff yeah. like that. I want to have fun with this. Uh, One more question before we go. Okay. Okay. I think this should be the closing question for all of our segments. Name a good gym song. Name a good gym song. A good a good gym playlist song. Okay. Um, what's yours? You go first. I need a second. I'm gonna be 100 percent basic. I am. Like, I'm talking, like, PR, like, screaming. <laughs> Walk by Pantera has always been my, like, number yeah. one go-to. Okay. Bro, when he hits the re-spent, <laughs> I'm, like, ah, I'm like, this is the time. Oh, man. All right, uh, I would have to say it's a, it's a newer song. Uh, it's Kingslayer by um, Bring Me the Horizon featuring Baby Metal. It's right. It's two Japanese girls singing in very high-pitched voices and then just scream out music to match. You showed me that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one. I, I can I can vouch. That one's pretty solid. It's like the perfect mix of, like, Jimbro techno and screamo music. I love it. Um, all right. On that, I think we're going to call it an episode. Yeah. I uh, guess so. Thanks for listening. We're going to take uh, this recording. We're probably going to try to throw it up on Spotify here in the next couple of days just for people who couldn't listen. Um, but we are going to send you guys out on some Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. Another great gem motivator. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. See you next week. <laughs>